Hi, my name is Shirley, and welcome back to Unspoken Transitions. In this week's podcast episode, we'll be talking about the coping mechanisms or defense mechanisms that we built growing up that have affected how we navigate the world as adults. And I just want to start off by saying that I believe that we all come into this world like as our authentic selves, like we openly share that how much we love people, how much we don't love people, like we share what we're feeling when we're feeling it. We get angry, we share interests, we are like openly excited about things and we're just genuinely us when we come into this world. Like we're just unapologetically us. And I truly think it's because the core of our being is just open to the world for like everyone in the world to see. And we just navigate the world in that sense. So we just literally just be ourselves and act like ourselves like as toddlers as babies and stuff like that we have the confidence in order for us to just like be ourselves and we have the freedom to do what we want because usually as like a baby or toddler there are no expectations and like they welcome how you act and stuff like that at least for the most part like you don't know about anxiety or coping skills or like social cues or anything like that because you're just gonna be yourself and you don't know you literally don't know so you're just gonna be your authentic self and not apologize for it and you're good to go you don't even think about those things you just act and you be you and that's it and it's like yes we need to grow and learn as human beings but as time goes on obviously like your parent or your guardian is just like they're going to determine what's correct and what's not correct so you'll be given rules and you'll be told you can't act this way you can't speak this way or um you can't do this or do that because it's wrong and i'm not saying (laughs) I'm not saying like don't let don't um raise or correct children because like you know rules and teaching are necessary to grow as a person like you got to grow and learn as a person like if you think about things like manners like saying please and thank you or learning that stealing is wrong or like hitting someone when you're angry is not okay like those are things that obviously as human beings we need to learn we need to understand you can't just let someone go rogue and not teach them anything because um that's how it hurts other people you know what I'm saying but I'm talking about the things that people put down or like guardians put down or parents put down um because they didn't deem that it was correct so it's like it's like the things that you enjoy and the things that you like and dislike that doesn't harm anyone doesn't harm anyone that like um they try to put down so if you think about the first time um you express interest in something and they were like oh no that's wrong it's not for you like it's for girls or it's for boys or like you're not allowed to do this um so obviously those traits of yourselves you're gonna like kind of shove and like throw to the side and everything so it's like and then I think if you think back to a kid I think that's when you start to put those core memories in of rejection of things you should and should not do because if you express interest in something and multiple times or like a few times and people kind of looked at you like we're crazy you got a reaction that was negative you're just like oh like automatically subconsciously it's just like okay like I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't act this way I shouldn't be this way because it'll make this person upset or like it'll make people upset maybe you've encountered the same pattern of reactions that like what you were doing what you were saying wasn't like acceptable in terms of things that are like not harmful but people it's not like generally or socially accepted like as a whole and people made you feel bad for it and you're just like all right like I can't share this aspect of myself and 
the things you were excited for, the things you really loved, um, or the parts of yourself that like you thought were great and everything, you start to like shove it inside of you and like you didn't because you didn't like the feeling of being rejected, which is totally normal. I feel like that's a normal course of life. You have a negative reaction, you don't want to do it again. So but at the end of the day, just because you shove those emotions in, it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect your day to day. It doesn't affect like you before as like a toddler baby you were like you know coloring with whatever you want to do and you're wearing whatever you wanted to wear doing whatever you want to do and then you were told like oh it's not acceptable to act like this or be like this or maybe someone in school looked at you crazy because you decided to act or say something that they're not used to and they're just like yeah this is different so you're wrong um and obviously that can scar us in different ways so now you're if this was an interaction with the person, you're just like, all right, social anxiety, like I can't share this part of myself even though I really love it. Or anxiety in general, it's just like, okay, like I'm afraid of like just talking or I'm afraid of um reacting a specific way because it's not going to be accepted by the people around me. And it just leaves scars and kind of like, that's where the social cues and the social anxiety and all that other stuff becomes created because it's like, you don't know how to just interact and like navigate the world being yourself because parts of yourself are not accepted and of course as you know that can depending on the experience that we had and the reaction that we got from being ourselves and doing what we wanted to do that can lead to um building levels of defensiveness so you react a specific way because that's how you protected yourself in the past i know we talked a little bit about this in the previous podcast episode but now you are now you're building defense mechanisms because you wanted to you wanted to make sure that you don't get that reaction again or you want to prepare yourself so that you don't get that reaction so now you put this defense mechanism in place so an example of that was like when I was younger I used to just be very 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 enthusiastic and like share myself and what I wanted to say and like I was always and I'm just like expressive like moving my hands gestures whatever and I was always told like oh you need to calm down like or you need to be quieter like why are you speaking so loud or like what's wrong with you you get what I'm saying like can you just be calmer and stuff like that so that translated into me not sharing a lot or being or like being super hyper aware of when I was speaking so that made me like afraid when I was going to talk to people it's just like now I'm not just explaining a story or explaining something that I was super excited about now it's just like okay I'm excited about this thing how am I going to make it smaller or speak smaller in order for this person to digest what I'm saying so that I don't scare them or like just always in the back of your head like oh my gosh like I talk too loud so it's just gonna scare them or whatever so that's like a yeah that's like a small one of how like the defense mechanism I build the defense mechanism of just like okay I'm just gonna um not talk as much or just not do this or if people ask me stuff I'm, in my head I was like well you're gonna categorize me as loud so why am I even talking in the first place so another example um this was like specifically growing up in a strict household it's like I was not able to go places often I wasn't able to like do a lot of things and it wasn't within a specific category and I'm not talking about like oh like obviously going into the woods at 10 p.m is not a safe activity for a preteen or teenager to do randomly with people they don't know I'm not talking about like unsafe activities I mean like if I couldn't go ice skating because there was a potential chance that I could break something I couldn't do this because there may be a chance that something bad can happen and no matter what logic you spoke or anything if it wasn't acceptable to them it does not matter you should not do it so um yeah that was that was a uh, that was annoying <laughs> but 
because of that and I wanted to go and I knew the things I was doing wasn't that serious like going to the movies often or doing I'm trying to think like going to the movies often or like um going over our friend's house and things like that like just certain things just didn't make sense and y'all heard my beach story like the last time so obviously not being told I can't do certain things for no reason it just led to me sticking within their categories but just lying about it so yes I was going to (laughs) yes I was going to movies and afterwards I was going to go to dinner you know what I'm saying like or I was going to go to dinner but afterwards I'm going to go hang out with a friend because it wasn't that serious to me and I was being like restricted so my my defense mechanism with that was just like all right well I'm just going to just lie but I think that led and and then like when I was actually constantly ask like where are you going what are you doing like why are you doing this and stuff like that that led to me just ultimately just lying because I didn't want to hear talking I didn't want to hear people nagging in my head so I was just like I just have to lie but what happened is is that that turned into like a habit so now if like literally my husband was asking me like hey um (laughs) where are you going it's just like a trigger like oh my gosh like why are you asking where I'm going or why doesn't it like why does it matter where I'm going like I'm growing x y and z like all these things pop up in my head from when I was a kid and it's just like I felt like I had to like protect myself and like justify like it's fine like I don't need to when genuinely they're just asking like where are you going (laughs) and what are you doing and like out of actual like care and not out of like a way to control and try to restrict me or try to tell me no and stuff like that so that just triggered me into lying and that like that literally is something I worked on but we essentially overall just like suppress sides of ourselves through defense mechanisms and it's for us to survive like where we are um and where we're going and what we're going to do but we have to work on those to head towards a place of healing and not just continuing them because we're used to it or because we had them and like they were built for a reason because they were built for a reason we're just not going to work on them anymore so it's like yes you were rejected for sharing your emotions when you were younger but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't and you can't show them again or like yes your heart was broken when you were younger by someone who like you know um you trusted them you wanted them to be in your life you confided in them and they hurt you and like that hurt is like so strong that it's deep-seated within you and it's important for you to work and heal through that and not close your heart out completely not close out your emotions because of that hurt that somebody else did to you so now you have someone else new in your life you have someone new in your life and they're trying to get to know you they're trying to love you they're trying to show that love that you were showing to someone else but because you're so hurt you can't even open yourself to it because in your mind you're like this is just a trap like this is not something that is going to turn into something great you just close your heart completely which ironically or you try to control the situation you're just like yeah i'm just going to share what i want while they're being their authentic selves and ironically what's going to happen is they're just going to close their hearts because of the rejection that they're experiencing from you and then they're going to meet somebody else and then it's just going to keep going down the route over and over and over and over again and yes like it's valid that you went through something and like yes that hurt is real and it's important for you to work through those not even for the benefit of the other person but for you like you deserve to have like in this example like you deserve to have love you deserve to have somebody who appreciates you and loves you for who you are without you feeling embarrassed without you having to show those defense mechanisms like or coping mechanisms all the time because like you feel like you need to protect yourself because you as a person as you are you deserve to be loved you deserve to be accepted um, as you are but if you suppress and you constantly just continue on with the defense mechanisms you built when the person hurt you when you were younger um, or when you had that experience 
then you're just closing yourself off to like very beautiful parts of life and experiencing those parts of life because of that time that you were hurt. So it's really important. I'm like emphasizing this because it's important for you to like work through them for you to get to a better place and also have like a better quality of life overall. Like it's hard to try to be happy or navigate the world in a positive way or joyful way or see the joys in every single day when you are in a place where this person, where you think to yourself, this person hurt me, this person made me not trust them. Therefore, I'm not going to have friends. I'm not going to get to know anyone. I don't trust anyone. And I've literally seen it. Like, there's like a common theme in the Haitian household, not Haitian household, Haitian community where they literally just don't have friends. Like, I don't know what was going on, but like, they literally don't have friends. And, um, it's like, and the only people that confide in is their family and that's it. And don't get me wrong, like, there's nothing wrong with having your friends as like the people you confide in and stuff like that. But being closed off to anybody who potentially could be a good person to you and being your friend because of the experience that you had is actually like bonkers. And like, this leads me to like the next point. Like, I'm not saying don't read red flags. I'm not saying don't be aware of how people are treating you and just have people in your life under the premise that like you need to have friends and to have friends you need to accept like um being hurt and disrespecting and stuff like that that's not what i'm saying at all but um you can't close yourself off to the act close yourself off to the idea of friends or friendship similar to the love situation not situation the example that i just gave you guys um because someone hurt you in the past or because there's a potential chance of someone doing x y and z to you like it's important to be open but also aware um of how people are treating you and stuff like that and like there are people that will there are people that will treat you well and will accept you like i remember reading a story of a girl a black woman who um didn't really have friends growing up in elementary school she didn't really have friends in high school and then in college she um she studied abroad um no she didn't study abroad she went to she just decided to travel for the summer, I think. And she went to a hostel and like the hostels are like hotels with like one bed. Other people are staying there too. Um, a bunch of like, usually it's like younger people too. Like a bunch of people just stay there. People backpack there and stuff like that. But that, that's besides the point. But um, this young adult, she went over there and um, she didn't have friends or anything, but she was just looking to travel. She wanted to enjoy the world and she didn't have friends to like travel with her. And she was okay with that. She was like, I'm good to travel by myself. Let me do what I want to do. And um, she was able to meet people who like loved her for her. And she was just being herself, talking, laughing. And she said that she was able to make some very good connections and very deep connections despite being hurt earlier in her life and as a teenager and like going into being an adult. And it was, and her thing, I was gonna say her testimony. Her story was, um, her story was just like, hey, like the people in your city may not like you but that's okay. You're going to find people in another country. You'll find people in another state. Like not because you had a bad experience where you are, the culture where you are, is not accepting and open and stuff like that. And it made you build these things. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to like work through them and find people who appreciate you. Because I promise you within the, what the billions of people in this world, like you're going to find people that love and trust you. And if your area ain't it, you got to go because you're missing out on genuine friendships and stuff like that. But ultimately, me just saying, oh, you got to go. It's obviously there's a bunch of layers to that and a bunch of things that contribute to you leaving and trying to find that happiness that you want. But ultimately, what I'm trying to say is to be open to those possibilities and not close yourself off completely. Because like I said, it's just going to affect your quality of life. 
And I could literally just keep going on and on and on and on and on about like defense mechanisms and its effect and stuff like that. But you need to understand that they don't need to be permanent and they should be worked on. And I'll give a couple of tips. So I would say the thing that helped me is from personal experience. Um, I would say recognize the defense mechanism and reflect on why they're there. So I realized I used to like act in anger a lot. And I didn't like how I was acting in anger. I was just like, would like, do I want my like, if I think about the person that I want to be, do I want them to react like this in the future? So recognizing the defense mechanisms, think about how your higher self would act. So um, if your higher self, the person you want to be is a higher self, how would you want them to act? Would you want them to react calmly? How would you want them to speak? How you want them to present themselves? And if you're trying to think of like, who is my higher self? Like, what are you talking about? Like, think about the person that you want to be and the qualities that they have or like if you look up to someone what qualities that they have and um how do they react to things and how do you want to embody um being that person obviously not being that person 100% but like having the qualities and attributes for you to reach your higher self so I didn't like how reacting in anger all the time I didn't like being upset over small things or like um you know yelling in a room or whatever the case may be so I decided to recognize it, you know, take deep breaths, maybe not react in the moment, like um, recognize it and see where it's coming from. That came from like childhood of like, you know, um, being angry, like they say anger stems from like sadness. So like, what was that at the time? Why am I reacting this way? Understanding the situation, seeing it at face value and trying to reflect on what I can do to be to be a calmer person when something upsets me rather than just reacting, like, you know, taking a deep breath and thinking about that. So number one is recognizing the defense mechanism in place and reflecting on why they're there. And then thinking of your higher self or the person you want to be in the future, thinking about what they would do and working on developing qualities within yourself to um, get to that place. Um, So the next one I would say is, Um, Once you understand the reason, break them into subtle actions. So now you recognize that you understand what it is. You know what you want your higher self to be and act like and stuff like that. Um, Test it out in small, like subtle actions. So I'll use a trust example for this one. So if you struggle with trusting people because like people have hurt you, people have betrayed you, people have been disrespectful and stuff like that. um, Just try to, in the terms of trust specifically, try to take your time to know people because I think a lot of us forget that people show us who they are like immediately like if somebody says that they have I don't know like have stolen before or they have done x y and z to a person before or this is how they treat someone else they haven't done it to you but that tells you about their character and who they are so that's something to keep an out for like create a list that when I say like subtle actions like I mean like Think about if you have trust issues, think about like why you wouldn't trust someone or like the qualities of a person you would trust, like what, how would they act? How would they behave? Like what would they do so that when you interact with this person or you're beginning to learn about someone, you can be like, hey, like I see that they're kind here or whatever. And I'm not saying once someone has like a couple qualities, just share your whole entire life story because, you know, like sharing everything up front can definitely cause hurt in the future. Um, but Take the time to recognize the good qualities, recognize the red flags and share slowly. You don't need to share everything just because someone shares a little bit with you doesn't mean that you need to share back with them. If you're not comfortable, it doesn't mean that you need to share everything. It doesn't mean you need to share. You literally don't have to share it all if you do not feel like you're at the place of trust yet. And 
if they're kind of forcing you to say things or forcing you to do um, or act a specific way, that's also like a red flag. So overall, tip number two is getting lost in the sauce. Um, understand the reason and test breaking down those walls. And in this example, trust by um, breaking it down to smaller tasks. So sharing a little bit if you're comfortable getting to know someone and not sharing um, as much until you are comfortable is another step. Um, so again, like just breaking it down into subtle, small actions, once you understand the reason will help you begin to breaking those barriers for you to get to the better place that you want to get to. And finally, this is a tip, but not really a tip. Um, go to a therapist. Like I'm not a licensed professional. (laughs) A lot of the stuff that I learned was from my therapist. So, um, it's important to like, if you have a lot, like, let's say you had a a lot that you went through, even not even a lot that you went through, like you just don't know where to start or you don't know how to take those steps in order to reach that better place. You can definitely go find a licensed mental health um, practitioner in order like counselor to help you out, to help you get to those places. And I'm not saying like, I'm not saying every single therapist is like um, good and easy. Like if you are with a therapist and they're making you feel like garbage and that's not a good one, but the goal is to find a good therapist that can help you to begin to work through and break down these defense mechanisms that are not only hurting yourself in your quality of life, but also can potentially be hurting other people. Um, and also just remember in general, um, just because you are hurt doesn't mean that other people are like deserve to be hurt because that's how you pass down generational trauma and all of that other stuff. So thank you guys <laughs> for listening. And if you have any topics that you would like to hear about, um, send an email to unspokentransitions at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and share with a friend that would like this content. Thank you.